0: Good Monday morning, everybody. It is the 7th of June. My title today is Using 180 Boot Camp to Make Progress in Your Recovery. Now, I have no idea how many of you are joining me in doing the 180 Boot Camp. Uh, I think it would not make sense for me to just every day read what I've already written uh, when you can actually read through it yourself, and do the work yourself, or perhaps even with a couple of other men. What I hope to have happen is that the 180 Boot Camp will help you establish a time with the Lord every day, a little in the morning and a little in the evening, and consistently be strengthening yourself spiritually. So that the Holy Spirit will be transforming you into a more Christ-like man and you will begin to experience the Holy Spirit changing you and a growing freedom from your sexual brokenness. So spiritual growth for every believer is totally necessary. Uh, just like there are things we need to do physically to maintain our physical health, so also there are things we need to do to maintain our spiritual health. There are certain things the Word tells us we need to be doing and working on, uh, and I've tried to take that and put it into the boot camp to guide you on how to do this every day for seven weeks. Now, after boot camp is over... Then hopefully, you should be able to continue using this template for your own progression in being transformed by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to continue to go through boot camp myself and will be using my emails to comment on the passage of the day in helping you get the most out of it. Just repeating what is already written, I don't think is necessary, and quite frankly, I think it would be boring us both to death. So my emails going forward starting today will serve as commentary on the focus of each day and can serve as motivation to continue in boot camp. And today, I am on day number three. And the passage for day number three is 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 through 5. And the heart of the passage says this, quote, It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control his own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the heathen who do not know God. And in this matter, no one should wrong his brother or take advantage of him. I think we all know what God means when he says he wants us to be holy. But why does God want us to be holy? Why does our Creator and Sustainer want us to live what he defines as a holy life? Well I I think it's because he doesn't want us to enjoy the pleasures of sex, right? No, that's not right. I don't think so. He's the one who designed and created our bodies in such a way that sexual touch is extremely pleasurable. He created uh, us to desire it and enjoy it. It was his idea from the start. So he's not against us experiencing the pleasure, but he wants us to experience it in the right context. It is something he's given to us to be experienced within the committed relationship of a marriage. It is something he designed to cause a man and a woman to enjoy together and is part of the two-becoming-one aspect of a marriage. So I like to raise the question, why is that God's plan? Why not just allow us to be like dogs who will have sex with whoever's in heat? Well, it would seem to be ridiculous for us to be going around sniffing each other's butts and sex just being a momentary exchange of fluid to continue to increase the population. No, God's design for sexual intimacy between a man and a woman who are in a committed relationship for life to be something incredibly powerful and wonderful. It is something that is supposed to grow and deepen as the years of marriage pass, and it causes a husband and a wife to keep becoming one, not just physically, but spiritually and emotionally as well. You see, there's this concept of saving ourselves for one another and not experiencing this experience with anyone else. And when that is the case between a husband and a wife, a very deep level of trust is formed. And that causes our love for one another to deepen as well. It is the setting aside in honor the marriage that grows with age and lasts a lifetime. God does not want us to grow in holiness so that we'll be kept from the pleasure of sex with multiple people. He's not some killjoy who wants to limit our sexual pleasure. The exact opposite is true. He wants us to experience the greater joy and pleasure of sex within a committed relationship of a marriage and to guard that for life. We're told to stay away from sexual immorality and to learn to control our own body in a way that is holy and honorable. The intensity of sexual pleasure to be experienced between a husband and a wife needs to be maintained and its purity guarded from being diluted with porn and self-gratification. You see, when you multiply it, it becomes diluted. I mean, one wouldn't take a very fine bottle of wine pour it into a glass, or take a glass of 16-year-old single malt scotch and pour water into it, diluting it, and making it less enjoyable. Or if you were to use a different (laughs) metaphor, if you were to take a very expensive article of clothing that is either white or lightly colored and spilled grape juice on it, you would be extremely upset thinking that the garment is ruined. Sexual purity is something that I believe is a remarkable gift that God has given for a husband and a wife to enjoy for a lifetime. And it takes learning how to control our bodies relative to sexual sin that will allow the power of monogamy to continue and improve with age. Lastly, and I speak from my own experience here of having been addicted to porn and having been unfaithful to my wife, that there can be healing within a marriage when there has been unfaithfulness. There can be a reuniting of a husband and wife after infidelity, but quite frankly, my friends, it takes years and a commitment to stop all forms of sexual immorality. And that is a battle, I think we all know, that we cannot win on our own and we cannot sustain in isolation. We can help you with that and I can put you on a team of other men fighting the same battle and gaining ground together with weekly accountability and daily support. Just email me, doyleatme.com. God bless you, my friends. I hope you're working through day three of boot camp. Uh, If not, well, pick it up tomorrow, and we'll start with day four. God bless you, my friends. Take care, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Goodbye.